The following program is sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Phoenix, Arizona, this is Brother Mike. I'm back on the radio. HardcoreChristianity.com. Hey, thank you for tuning into the program today. Today's Bible study, Beatdown. It happens to all of us. Hey, will you call somebody and tell them the radio program's on while I make a couple of quick announcements? This is Brother Mike. I'm back on the radio, 19 years of it, and uh, I'm the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center. been a counselor for 39 years, if you can believe that. I can't. If you go to the website, hardcorechristianity.com, you'll see all of our ministry services. Um, we are on 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road, downtown. It's a red brick building on the west side. On the website, you'll see uh, we have two live services every week, Thursday, every week, Thursdays and Fridays at 7 o'clock. Both those services are broadcast live on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash houseofhealingaz. You can catch all the radio programs uh, archived off the website. You can send us a donation on the PayPal button. You can download our Tithely app if you'd like to donate to the ministry. By the way, thank you for all the donations you've sent us over the years to keep us on the air. It's been fantastic. Uh, We're one of the longest-running radio programs, uh, locally, local ones in the entire valley, thanks to you. Don't forget about Sister Karen. Uh, She's on the homepage of the website. Should be happy to list your house for sale. And uh, thank you for uh, all the referrals that you've sent her. Beatdown. How about a beatdown? The devil is always trying to beat you down. That's his job, and he's very good at it. Of course, the devil himself never does it, but he actually does it through demons. Those are his emissaries. He's not omniscient, omnipotent, or omnipresent, so he has to use demons to fulfill his desires and his plans for the destruction of humanity, and that process is going very well. If you've been watching the news lately, if you've been watching the destruction of America, um, you know exactly what he's doing and the kind of power he has. But let's skip that for a minute and just go to you individually. Here's what the devil does most often. He usually sends you someone to beat you down. It's usually a friend, a relative, somebody at church, a spouse, a child, a parent. He uses people that are close to you because they have an emotional hook in you. You have some kind of interest, care, concern, or love for that person, and he hooks you in and pulls you out, and he sends you these people to give you a beat down. And it doesn't matter who you are. You could be the most powerful spiritual person you could ever imagine. And if you let your guard down and let people get to you, so to speak, to use a slang term, you will get beat down. Let's take a quick look at the greatest prophet of the Old Testament, uh, the great man of God, Moses. Moses. This guy was unbelievable. You know the story of Moses. Everybody knows it. The Exodus was hard to believe. He saw more miracles than anybody had ever seen God do prior to his time. And actually, until the arrival of the Lord Jesus, after his time, nobody's ever seen miracles like they saw with Moses. 
And Moses, as you know, was leading two or three Jews out of the land of Egypt on foot, if you can imagine it. It had to be one of the biggest jobs, if not the biggest job in the history of human beings. But you'll notice through uh, his trip from Egypt to the Promised Land, uh, it was rife with Jews who were in bad moods. How'd they get in a bad mood? Well, the normal thing happened to people. Christians lose their faith and they become unbelievers and and they are filled with doubt when they don't have their basic necessities met. That's when the devil attacks the hardest and causes Christians to lose their faith and begin to doubt. When their basic necessities are not met, which God promised to meet, thus saith the Lord in Philippians, it says, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. When it appears like that's not going to happen, Christians, and in this case, ancient Jews from the Exodus, begin to panic. In Exodus chapter 14, they began to complain to Moses about him taking them from the land of Egypt. And they started to complain that they wanted to go back to Egypt rather than die in the wilderness. It happened again in Exodus 15. While he was traveling to the promised land, they ran out of water. Again, water is an absolute basic necessity, and it is slowly diminishing, by the way, here in Arizona and California and Nevada. The drought has been incredible, and it's getting worse we got big problems facing us in the future, very near future. The Colorado River and everything is going to be drying up in a few years. The Salton Sea, it's going to be a, a wasteland of dust here in a couple more years. The drought is beating us and beating us hard. Not good. And so in Exodus 15, the people began to murmur against Moses because they didn't have any water. And they began to accuse God, and they began to attack Moses, and they began to attack Aaron. In Exodus chapter 17, in the wilderness of sin, they ran out of water again, and they attacked Moses, and they complained to God. And by this time, Moses, the great man of God, started to crack. And he said to him in Exodus 17, verse 2, Why are you bullying me? Why are you tempting the Lord? In Exodus 17, verse 3, it says the people were thirsting for water and they murmured against Moses. Why'd you bring us out of Egypt? To kill us out here? You're going to kill our children and our cattle because we have no water? It got so bad in Exodus 17 that Moses ran to Jehovah and cried out to him for help. Verse 4, Moses cried to the Lord, what shall I do to this people? They're almost ready to stone me. This went on for weeks, months, and Jehovah finally told him, here's what we're going to do. This is in Numbers chapter 20. Take a rod and speak to the rock before their eyes. And it will give water, and you will bring to them water out of the rock. Numbers chapter 20, verse 8. 
And what was going on here? Well, God was going to restore Moses' credibility in front of the nation of Israel, the Jews. And he was going to have Moses stand there in front of everyone and speak to the rock with great authority. And the water was going to come gushing out. I want you to speak to the rock. And Moses' ministry team, Aaron and Miriam and others, all heard the command of God. They knew what he was supposed to do and why he was supposed to do it. So in Numbers chapter 20, verse 10, it says, Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation before the rock, and he said, Hear now, rebels, hear us. Must we fetch you water out of this rock? And see, you can, you can see now that the pressure from the Jews and the, the overwhelming burdens this man was carrying was now starting to, he was starting to crack. And again, it doesn't matter what level of spirituality you are. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter how great you are spiritually. You can lose it all being pressured by other people. And this is what the devil does. He brings in other people to pressure you and beat on you and give you a beat down. And it's all a setup. It's all plotted out. It's all planned that these people would attack you. And particularly after you get a blessing from God and after something good happens to you, the devil always comes along after that and brings in a beat down. And this is what happened to Moses. He had been going for months facing these Jews, complaining about not having their basic necessities met. And that's one of the devil's greatest techniques. He always attacks you when it appears like your basic necessities are in jeopardy. It's a tremendous weapon to attack people. He attacks you when your fear accelerates. Because you know that fear and faith cannot coexist. So if he can get you to be afraid, particularly about not having your basic necessities met, he can cause you to doubt, he can cause you to go to unbelief, and then he can rob your prayers and steal your blessings. And it says, you know the rest of the story, he lifted up his hand with his rod, Numbers chapter 20, and he smote the rock two times. He was so angry. He had lost control of himself. I mean, he's pissed. His temper got the best of him. His frustration level, his exhaustion level overran him. And bang, he smashes the rock. Twice he was so angry. And water came rushing out of the rock. But his ministry team knew that he had disobeyed God. And the Lord came to him and said, you dishonored me in front of the ministry team, in front of the people, and you do not get to go into the promised land. If you can believe that, he went through all that, all of the pressure and pain and the miracles of Egypt, all of the stress and work of leading two or three million Jews out of Egypt on walking into the desert, an unbelievable task that required gasping amounts of miracles and provision by God, then got stuck there when they got to the promised land by sending out 
spies into the land, and all of them but two came back with a bad report. They got stuck in the wilderness eating manna for 40 years until that entire generation was wiped out. Once again, Moses didn't get to go into the promised land because the people got to him. The devil used people to beat him down. Today's Bible study is telling you, always be careful of people putting your trust only in the Lord and not trusting people. You can love them, you can care for them, you can bless them, but you cannot trust anybody, Proverbs chapter 3, but the Lord. And if you do, the devil will bring you people to beat you down and exhaust you, even if you're a powerful Christian, like Moses, a powerful man of God, the devil will just keep beating at you, and if you give in, and if you get caught, it all goes bad. The views expressed on this program are those of the host, and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith.